By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, part of the Cannabis Life Experience. Your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Join us on this journey and adventure with the wonderful plant. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and welcome to episode 79, hour number two of the Cannabis 101 podcast. My name is Dean Millard and it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. And we're going to tell you a very relaxing way to enjoy the plant on this episode. But there is one distinct way that this show kicks things off anyway, and that's when I want to find out what's your groove put that in your pipe and smoke it can you dig it kind of grabs you by the boo-boo don't it pipe in a grape long in a blitz this is great this is the bee's knees So when I ask, what's your groove, I want to know that while you're listening to this show, if you're grooving with uh, anything when it comes to uh, the cannabis plant, it could be just as simple as uh, some nice, relaxing CBD tea. Uh, maybe you've, uh, I don't know, maybe you want to smoke a joint. You mind if I do it, Jay? You do whatever it is you want to do uh, when it comes to the cannabis plant. Enjoy it however you want. Uh, bong? I don't know. I don't want to tell you how to do it. I just want to tell you to enjoy it and let me know what it is you are indeed grooving to. Uh, I love hearing from people about uh, how, what, everything when it comes to the cannabis plant. I'm just uh, firing up the old supernova. That's uh, the uh, what I've named my Volcano Hybrid. Picked it up using Click and Collect at uh, Nova Cannabis. And uh, there we go. I got a big old bag of weed, and uh, I can get my groove on and join you guys. So what I am uh, grooving to is some Zhongi from Seven Acres. Heavy sativa, like 90 to 10% on the sativa side, but... It is really good for creativity, really good for boost of energy. Uh, so that's what I'm going with. Some Zhongi. Uh, plus, it's a great story as well. If you don't know it, uh, we've talked about it quite a bit. Um, it's well worth uh, looking into if you do not know uh, the story of uh, Zhongi. So that's what I am grooving with. I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter. You can get us on uh Instagram and Facebook, the Cannabis 101 podcast. 
You can also email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. All right, this is what's coming down the hash pipe on this episode. Tanner Stewart, CEO and co-founder of Stewart Farms, is going to join me. He joined me almost a year ago, so we'll find out you know, what the, uh, the story was for them in the last little while, what they have working on. Uh, you're going to love it. It's bath bombs. I can't wait to uh, grab hold of these. Also, Chris Ianson is going to join us. And uh, we've got a lot of new stuff going on with this episode, including a new name of the segment that Chris joins us for every week. Uh, still great, same great information. Uh, we are going to be exploring um, Reflect from Cove. Uh, I picked this up uh, earlier today. So lots of new stuff going on. You'll want to stay tuned for that. I promise you that. Uh, we'll also get to our cannabis question, which is about Christmas gifts. We'll tell you and ask you what pairs well with cannabis. Our cannabis character is from Pineapple Express. And we will tell you about the Weed Weekly, where you can get in on our Friday giveaway and much more. But let's get things going with the cannabis question. It's prize time. Chime in on the cannabis question. Okay. And you could win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. Pipe in a grape, bong in a blint. Hit us up on any of our social media feeds or email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Okay, here we go. Cannabis question uh, this week, uh, as it was on hour one on Monday, is what is your favorite cannabis Christmas gift that you received this year? For me, it was uh, some cannabis of the Sinaloa Gold variety. I had said before Christmas I wanted Acapulco Gold. Uh, my wife looked as hard as she could, but I don't know where you would even find that uh, unless you started looking on the black market. Uh, and I don't even know if you'd be able to find it there. But she looked and looked and looked and uh, couldn't find it. But uh, between her and my good friend, our good friend, uh, Chris Ianson, they came up with uh, that. And it was delicious. And I enjoyed it. So hit me up with the what was your best Christmas cannabis gift on Twitter at the Cannabis 101, Cannabis 101 podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can email us Cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com. And certainly uh, you can email us anonymously. Uh, and still uh, get in the mix for the prize pack. So hit us up uh, on any of our social media channels, or you can email me, what was your favorite cannabis gift this year? Uh, just for uh, for uh, chiming in with an answer, you are in the mix for a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. All right, as for what pairs well with cannabis, for me, that is anything that you combine cannabis with, uh, whether it's an activity, a food, Anything like that. For me, creating music and, and just, you know, creating things in general. But um, I, I in, in when I was in television, I did a little bit of my own editing when I was at RDTV and Red Deer. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. When I ended up at Global Edmonton, I couldn't do it anymore because there was actual, uh, you know, when it was, when I was in Red Deer, it was a necessity because we didn't have editors. There were actual editors that we had in Edmonton, so I didn't get a chance to do it. So this has given me a chance to get back, and even though it's on the audio side, 
uh, do some of that editing and some creativity. And, and, you know, you may have noticed the new intro. Um, certainly that, uh, is, is something that I love putting together. I've got some uh, different bumpers and, uh, things like that, that, uh, I've been able to, uh, kind of put together, um, as far as, uh, uh, different things of, of being creative, creative. So I love doing that. And I'm just trying to find, uh, an email, um, from a, uh, listener, uh, about, uh, the uh, the show changes, yeah, and and so I love le- hearing from listeners, and this is uh, from uh, uh, listener Lloyd says uh, not grooving with anything right now. First day back at the office, but holy hell, did I consume my body weight in weed over the holidays? Dried flower vaping, pre rolls, even some edibles. Good times were had. My favorites were Namaste D Bubba and Sean Gee from Seven Acres, which goes well with what I'm grooving with on this show. 0.5 gram pre rolls. Had many of these over the holidays break. Uh, as for the best gift that I received, with a set of Engronk set scent proof glass jars. Uh, these hold pretty uh, plenty of flour and came with two sets of colored rings, one for each jar and a spare set that I wrapped on my empty t- tubs to keep me from having to write down what cultivar was inside super handy we'll end up buying another set soon so i can empty out all my plastic tubs sadly no slash under the tree this year guessing that santa kept for himself to help get through the night yeah the great thing about that slash is that uh it's a battery built for cold winter so this would have been perfect for santa to keep him going uh through as long as he had an elf designated driver of course uh, but design, uh, great, great batteries in those things. Uh, great for the Edmonton winters. Uh, and said, just wanted to drop you a note and say that I'm loving all the changes so far in the new year. All of the new bumpers are fantastic. Hope that you and your family had a safe and healthy holiday season. Keep it up. Excited to see where 2021 brings the show and the industry as a whole. All right, so thank you very much. I love hearing from people uh, when it comes to whether it's what they're grooving with or uh, in answer to the uh, cannabis question as well. So what pairs well for me, as I said, is creating music. Uh, you kind of get into the flow. Uh, it, there's a saying in uh, in writing or, or, or uh, mostly in writing, but it's uh, um, write high, edit sober. So you can create uh, when you're, you're grooving and you're feeling it and then take a listen to it later, make sure it all jives. And it wasn't just that you thought everything was awesome when you were high, which can sometimes happen. So, all right. Uh, that is what pairs well with cannabis. And uh, just before we get to uh, Tanner Stewart of uh, Stewart Farms, uh, we have to say thank you to all of our great partners on this program, uh, whether it's David Wiley of the OZ or Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Company, who both appear on Hour One on Mondays for This Week in Cannabis News and the Business of Cannabis. Uh, Andre from Regal Cigars has been a terrific partner with us, uh, providing us uh, some uh, awesome Regal Cigars, and he will to be able to give away, which we did in our 12 cultivars. Congratulations to Marie on winning that package. Uh, Andre is going to be on this show at some point as as well. So we have so many great partners, and it's so great to be able to to do that. Uh, and of course, uh, Stonesmiths, our good friend that was referenced in the email. Check him out at stonesmith.ca. Like I said, a battery built for cold Edmonton winters. Uh, the coolest thing ever is a built-in loader, and uh, you can find that at a whole bunch of places like Shell Shock in Edmonton, Smokers Junction, Cowboy Smoke Shop in Calgary and Vancouver, and you can check out the website at uh, stonesmiths.com. 
ca so thank you very much to all of our partners that help us and especially to you the listener and the viewer and without you there would be no show the weed song from the artist my dead dog and that'll be followed by tanner stewart ceo and co-founder of stewart farms It is uh, great to catch up with you once again. Almost a year ago, uh, we actually chatted. It was in February of uh, 2020 when we first chatted, and uh, so excited to get the chance to catch up with you again. And and, and I like to start with all of my guests uh, with the, the the same question, even though we've talked about it before. There, there's obviously new people joining the show each week. But what was your uh, career like before you got into cannabis, and and you know what was the impetus to start Stewart Farms? Oh well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me back, Dean. Happy Happy twenty twenty one. So this is the uh, first first podcast I'm I'm uh, doing in the new year. Nice. So I'm excited about it. Uh, yeah. So the journey into cannabis uh, was was almost like almost a return a, re- a return to uh, uh, to cannabis uh, for me, or 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 a recognition uh, of of how much of a part of my life cannabis has been for almost two decades since I started smoking it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years. I, uh, still own a construction company, uh, out West in Alberta based out of, uh, NISCU just South of Edmonton. So, you know, entrepreneurship started for me, for me that long ago, uh, about six years ago, I got involved into the agri- agriculture technology space. So I uh, started in indoor vertical farming of leafy greens, spinach, kale, arugula, Swiss chard, uh, lettuce, of course. And, uh, and we were farming tilapia out, out in Alberta as well. So I spent three, four years uh, running a, a technology startup in Alberta called Nutroponics. And then in going into 2018, as I was watching, you know, I think that was year four ish of uh of the ramp up of the entire cannabis industry in canada and i just kind of looked at the industry and looked at what i was doing in leafy greens and i said you know i've been smoking weed for 18 years and eating lettuce for five and i i think there's a more exciting opportunity uh in in cannabis and also i had i had purchased a hundred thousand square foot building in uh in my home province of New Brunswick, where I'm talking to you from today. And, uh, I thought, you know, uh, I think, I think we can make a more significant impact and secure a stronger balance sheet in a, in a, in a more efficient manner by moving into cannabis. And, you know, I can go back to food 
later on in my career. So I'm, you know, so that's, that, that was the, that was the journey. So 2018, I said, okay, Stuart Farms is moving into cannabis, uh, April, 2020. So two and a quarter years after I made that decision, we finally got our license, you know, between the decision, getting funded, license application and getting everything in. So two and a quarter years. And then I moved my plants into my farm on 420 2020 so it was april 20th 2020 uh yeah we got our license i think it was april 9th or 13th somewhere in that range and i was like well it's so close to 420 i'll just wait a few more days and i'll move the plants in on that day so i could specifically always say this <laughs> that's awesome i love the symbolism yeah. sometimes uh, and symbolism that <laughs> does uh you know it, it's it means something for for a lot of people and i absolutely love it so congratulations yeah. on that now the fruits mm -hmm. of your labor are out there your bath bombs are uh, on store shelves in uh, new brunswick and alberta uh this week um, i guess what kind of a feeling is that yeah there we go there uh they look beautiful in, um, we're going to get into the in, packaging in a second but i want to yeah. know what if what the feeling was when the first time you went into a store or the first sale you heard about like that that is so much work um oh. you know and you you hope there's many more but what was that first feeling like oh um <laughs> i mean extremely emotional uh it's 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 you know lo lots of <laughs> the the effort it has taken to get here mm -hmm. has been it's it, you know this this is the hardest thing i've done in my professional career my personal life in and I, and i've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and and you know um in the construction industry so and and the construction industry is not an easy industry to be in and uh you know this this is the the hurdles and the hoops and and the 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 regulations and the money uh that it's taken to get up and running um and then to finally have these bath bombs and and yeah when i walked into cannabis nb for the first time and saw my bath bombs sitting in their boxes beside you know the the rest of the canadian industry's products and by the way one of the only boxes in a sea of plastic right you know that that's an exceptionally proud proud moment for us uh as well but the excitement from the bud tenders to have the product and and them saying you know i'm i'm buying two of these i'm mm -hmm. buying two i'm taking these home because they they've been they've been waiting for these products uh to uh to hit the market and now and now what we're seeing is the reviews uh start starting to like you know propagate on our facebook page and all the good experiences that people are having uh, from 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 this product, you know, we're we're, we're making people happy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just incredibly emotional. Um, you know, lots of when, when I when I do get to take a moment and and actually think about it, because you know, I mean, you know what it's like, Dean. We got the first order out, and oh my god, right. this is such a celebration. But it's like I got to get the next order out. Uh, <laughs> we yeah. got to manufacture thirty thousand more. So, so you know, you got to take that breath and try to try to enjoy it. Um, you know, it's it's just gratefulness, it's gratitude, it's it's uh, it's joy. And and I, I got into I got into this industry to help people and and to try to make people um, 
you know, have better lives and, and what, what better product to, to hit the market with than a bath bomb to, to, uh, to do that. So no doubt. All right, let's take a look at that beautiful thing, especially oh. the packaging. Uh, like it's a beautiful little ball, but tell me about the packaging. Why is that important? Uh, well, I I'm glad it's important, but why is it important yeah. to you to have, um, the, uh, the, the uh, packaging that is not plastic, that is easily recycled? <sighs> I mean, I wish it was important to every, mm-hmm. every, every cannabis company and every cannabis CEO or every CEO in general. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm an environment, I'm at, at my core. Uh, I care about the future of this planet. I, I hate one use, single use plastic. Uh, I, I truly do believe single use disposable plastic is, is, um, uh, you know, one of the worst inventions mankind has ever put out there. You know, plastic itself is 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 amazing, right? You know, like like so many things, uh, it it cha- it revolutionized humanity. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, clothes, and cars, and and everything. Uh, but single use plastic, you know, plastic bags and spoons and and cannabis packages. Uh, which this is not plastic, but um, you know it, it's it's just it's destroying the environment. It's destro- we're, we're just you know <laughs> there's more plastic in the ocean than there are fish now. We cross that that horrendous milestone. Uh, so I'm a I'm a believer that it is really not up to the consumer to vote with their dollar. And I'm not saying that the consumer shouldn't vote with their dollar because, of course, we put out a product in 100% biodegradable packaging. You know, this is a box. Uh, the bath bomb itself is, it looks like it's it's a saran wrap type uh, uh, plastic, but it's got a, uh, it's got a uh, chemical in it that ensures that this plastic-like material degrades into food for microorganisms. So, mm. so it's 100% biodegradable and zero microplastics are left in the world if you threw our box and that little uh covering for their bath bomb in the ditch you know i'm not saying do that but <laughs> it's just gonna, it's just yeah. going to degrade it's not going to leave any microplastics behind so you know we put we're putting 20,000 units out in the market uh we've already got 10,000 or 11,000 units in the market right now we're putting another 10,000 units on the market this in this month of january i've got 35,000 more units that were that were uh, going to be uh, blowing out between uh, February and March. Well, right there, that's fifty five thousand products in in the matter of three four months mm-hmm. that are not going to leave plastic behind in in the world. So so to me, uh, it's immensely personal and and uh, immensely important for corporations to vote with their dollars. Um, so that's that's where my attitude is in, in the world of environmentalism and single-use plastic. It's, you know, because when I vote with my dollar, my vote's very big. That's 55,000 yeah. units in a matter of a few months. You know, of course, I need I do need the consumer to to support us and our in our mission as well. And and you know, but we didn't price our product for the consumer to eat the cost of our sustainability, right? We're actually eating less margin. 
right? We're, we're mm. paying, we're bearing the burden, especially in this, in these earliest days of our product launch. Um, you know, I could have very easily went with a plastic container and my packaging costs would have been a quarter, like 25% of what it is, uh, out the gate. But, but I'll be able to get my, my packaging cost in line as I get my volumes up, right? So I'm, I'm enduring a bit more pain in the beginning as I'm doing lower volumes on my packaging, but I'll be able to not quite probably get down to the cost, exact cost of, of what a plastic container would be, but I'll get very, very, very close, close enough uh, that, you know, my investors or, 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 uh, or are just a purely numbers driven, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, accountant w- wouldn't look at my books and say, well, you need to go to plastic, right? I mean, we're, we're going to close those margins uh, quite a bit. And the more companies that make that decision to go away from plastic, the cheaper non-plastic packaging uh, will get. So uh, so those, those are reasons. Very, very personal. I, 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 had, I had one person even suggest to me that, uh, you know, uh, well, well you, you need to, you should, you should just go to plastic and that's just the easy thing to do, mm-hmm. right? You know, sure, sure. I can go to plastic, cut my packaging cost right now, but I see the pathway, right? I know I know my cost of goods will get in line quite quickly. Um, so I'm willing to endure that bit of short-term pain to get our cost of goods in line uh, to, to, to sleep better at night. I, I mean, if I put, I just, I just couldn't do, I couldn't even sleep, right? If I put 55,000 bath bombs out, 55,000 plastic containers out to go into the ditch and I'm I'm not, you know, that's just me personally, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, um, uh, you know, dump, dump on, on, uh, I, I mean, it's the whole, it's every industry. It's not just the cannabis industry. I mean, toothpaste, right? Why yeah. is toothpaste in a box? It's already in a plastic container, right? It's, it's every single industry. Um, I just don't want to be part of that. Right. So, yeah. uh, well, I, I hope it's a, an example that you guys, uh, start setting. So let's talk about these specific, uh, bath bombs that you have, and people can obviously find more information at stuartfarms.life, but uh, we're going to take a look at them for those that are watching. And uh, for those that are listening, you can watch our shows on our YouTube channel. We're also streaming them on our social media channels. But uh, take us through the the kind of the process of the bath bombs and, and why you decided to go with Trainwreck, Bubba Kush, and my favorite, that's my jam, Blue Dream. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, obviously you're, you're recognizing that these are classic and famous cannabis strain uh, names, and uh, so originally we and we've been manufacturing these same bath bombs, the non-infused versions of them, for well over a year now, um, since since about June 2019, and. Uh, uh, we originally did these products as an educational tool and a giveaway. <clears throat> so uh, we, we did our launch at the World Cannabis Congress, the kind of the, the Stuart Farms is a cannabis company uh, launch, uh, you know, mid, mid 2019. And uh, I wanted to give people something, you know, other than a hat or a hoodie or a pen and and we also wanted to educate people <clears throat> at the same time. So uh, and and the whole concept came from me living, uh, my my family and I living five minutes from the West Edmonton Mall, and uh, always going to Lush and just my family loving bath bombs. So mm. I was like, I was like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we 
design some products <clears throat> based on cannabis strains and copied the ratios and the terpene profiles within famous strains, in this case, Trainwreck, Bubba Cushion, Blue Dream, and with botanical terpenes. So then we could give somebody a nice product to take home and have a bath and enjoy, and they'll probably remember us if they take a bath in, in something we give them, and uh, and also educate them about terpenes. So so it was purely driven to be a, to be a terpene educational tool. And as people started using these non-infused versions of, of, uh, of these bath bombs and, and other topical products that we had on the go, we did some soaps and other things, uh, teas, um, they just loved them. And we started getting asked, you know, they said, hey, can we, can we wholesale these? I own a retail outlet. Can I wholesale these here? Can I wholesale these there? And we said, well, uh, these are great. We should probably infuse these with cannabis and, uh, <laughs> and get them on the market. So that's kind of the whole the whole evolution of how it, how it came about. And and you know our, our products are about um, you know saluting and honoring and educating people about you know these famous strains. Uh, at Father's Day last year, uh, we did we did a series of coffee based products to mm. salute uh, Kaya's coffee. Um, uh, strains. Uh, so a, a, gr a great, a great breeder, uh, in, in the industry. And, uh, uh, so, you know, we got to put found an excuse to make like coffee bean, uh, infused soaps and, and we made a coffee, coffee infused, uh, bath bomb as well. But, but, you know, by taking, taking the anchor of starting with, you know, a strain that is going to inform our, our bath bombs and our products. And we kind of get to honor a breeder. We get to honor a strain. We get to educate about that strain. Um, yeah, it just makes it funner, right? It's, uh, and, mm -hmm. and hope, hopefully, uh, cannabis users appreciate it. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't, can't wait to, uh, to give it a try because I, I love the Lebowski bath already. So now I can add a bath bomb to it. Right. So, um, yeah. okay. Let's talk about kind of the, the recommendations and again, some of this uh, on your website as well. Um, you know, how, mm -hmm. how does this all work out? Uh, I know, I know a little bit about the entourage uh, effect and, and is that, play into this um what about the absorption through the skin and you know um, yeah. you know some people do and some people don't know about the endocannabinoid system so can you take us through kind of how this actually works the science behind it um yeah so uh we chose to go uh half and half 50 milligrams mm -hmm. cbd and 50 milligrams thc and that's both because of the knowns and the unknowns behind the entourage effects. So uh, everybody knows CBD is a great anti-inflammatory compound and that our skin has some of the, or about the largest amount of CBD receptors, uh, you know, of all of, of, out of all of our organs uh, and, and kind of within the endocannabinoid uh, system. So you always want, you always want CBD. Uh, in in your topical based product, but then THC is antifungal and antibacterial, and there's a little bit less known about how it interacts, you know, topically compared to uh, compared to CBD. Uh, but to get the fullest effect and the fullest potential, from our view, we thought it was really important to have both in there, you know, uh, and and THC can of course be much more pain relieving. So we just wanted to 
kind of have a larger larger coverage of the uh, potential effect of our product. And then, of course, we have all these amazing botanical terpenes that add to the experience. So like in the case of Bubba Kush and Blue Dream, we've got lavender, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got rosemary. We've got, uh, uh, you know, ylang ylang in, in, uh, in, some, in some of these bath bombs and, uh, you know, mango butter. And, and, you know, you just, we've got all these um, things that make your skin feel and smell great. Um, so we've been getting a, a good amount of, of feedback and uh and uh comments on on how people feel after these baths you know i um had i had one one girl say that she hasn't had a sleep like that in months and months you know she had a bath and then felt very heavy and relaxed and tingly and and went to bed uh, and slept like a baby and i guess she has trouble sleeping i had i had another uh another lady who ha- had knee pain uh for three or four weeks and she got in and got out and said that her, her knees felt great uh, after she got out. And again, these are all uh, reported anecdotal uh, mm-hmm. uh, stories from people just trying to, you know, don't, yeah. don't, uh, don't uh, find me health Canada. Um, but uh, you know, so, so, so everybody, everybody has different is, is having different experiences, but, but they all feel great when they get out of the bath and, and uh uh, so, so we recommend like when you're using them, or at least what I like to do is I like to run a steaming hot bath because hot mm-hmm. baths are good for you anyways, and, and they're very relaxing. Uh, but I like to run a steaming hot bath. I like to get in the tub and, and have the bath bomb dissolve bomb in the tub. So that's why we, we recommend uh, in our instructions there that, uh, you know, let the, let the bath bomb dissolve behind your back mm-hmm. and... <clears throat> And, and, and again, like there's no, there's no, there's, we don't have a lot of science behind that right. other than the fact that, you know, why not get in the steaming hot bath, let it dissolve behind your back and let the oils kind of, you know, fizzle up uh, around what a lot of times is, is a major pain area for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Right. So just have that, have that oil, you know, contact your body sooner, sooner rather than later. And, uh, you know, and stay in there for an hour, right. You know, don't stay in there for any less than a half an hour, but, you know, soak as long as you can because you 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 are diluting, um, you know, a topical and and cannabinoids into a large body of water, right? So so you're you're taking a, a, a baseball sized bath bomb and you're dissolving it into your tub. So the longer you soak in the tub, uh, the the more effect you're you're going to have, right? So and and, and really, it's it's a spa treatment in the comfort of your own tub. That's really what it is. It's a little piece of the spa in your home, right? You don't go to the spa and say, get me out of here as quick as possible. You go to the spa and you take your time and you enjoy it. My wife got me a uh, bath tray a couple of years ago, and it's the one of the things I use uh, may, maybe the most, uh, when, especially in those baths. I can put my iPad on. I can put a book on it. Mm-hmm. it it's so great. And nice. and it's it, it's kind of a weird thing to say, you know, is there a high or do you get high? Because, it, first of all, everybody reacts totally different to, to cannabis. We're mm-hmm. all unique, like uh, fingerprints or snowflakes or anything like that. So yeah. it's kind of hard, but you know, I, I've used bath salts before and I, and I've got out and I, like I told you before, it felt like when I went into bed, I was in a water bed. My legs felt so great. So mm-hmm. there's a feeling, I, I think that's the safest yeah. way because a high is different. Uh, you know, my high might be totally different than your high. Yeah. 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 And you, yeah, you, you feel it for sure. And, and it's, 
you know, I wouldn't classify it as high per se, uh, but that's me and that's you. And that's probably a lot of other people. Um, uh, some, some people uh, might say different, right. Uh, than, than, than that. But, uh, uh, but, but, you know, I, I haven't, I had, I haven't had anybody uh, come. Uh, I haven't had any reports of people feeling worse when they got out of the bath than when they mm-hmm. got in. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, and 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 that's a, that's the, such an important thing to to let everybody know is that you know you're going to get your experience with this, uh, but yeah. for for the most part, uh, it's you know the, the the worst you would ever get out of it is a nice relaxing bath. If you went in with these crazy high, pardon the pun, expectations, yeah, um, the worst you would ever get is a really relaxing bath, and probably. Your body would feel a lot better without you uh, even knowing it. So I, I wholeheartedly yeah. uh, implore people to try it out. I can't wait to do it. So you got the bath bombs in Alberta and New Brunswick. Uh, what is next uh, for you guys? Uh, when do we see some flower products and things like that? Yep. So our next our next endeavor is uh, to get our weed that is currently curing in our cure room uh trimmed <laughs> trimmed and out the door so we've got uh we've got royal kush mm. um so so i i grew i grew some of the royal kush in my medical uh outdoors but we also have that same strain uh in stewart farms and uh we're we're really looking forward to getting that on the market um so we've got we've got the original uh original cookies uh strain uh the girl uh, the <laughs> Girl Scout cookies, which will not be called Girl Scout cookies right, when, when it's right. odd, uh, but you know, but it is, it is uh, the original cookies uh, cut, so to speak, uh, and uh, uh, it it smells fantastic, looks fantastic. I wish I could tell you I have smoked some of that, but I but I have not. It's just I'm just looking at it in my in my farm, and we're waiting for our research license because this is one of those weird things. Yeah, with Health Canada. <laughs> You know, you can't you can't just randomly dig into the weed that you grew in your regulated facility and start smoking it. Uh, but I know I know it's going to be fantastic. Uh, so as soon as we get that R&D license, we're going to smoke it. But it's got about four percent terpenes in the Girl Scout and our Royals got over five uh, on, on in terpenes as well. And both of them are, you know, bouncing between that 20 and 25 percent THC range, uh, which which is you know, more than enough with, with, uh, with a big, a big mm-hmm. terpene punch, uh, behind them. And we also have another great screen strain, uh, called sky cuddler, double cush. So we've got two cushions, Royal cush and sky cuddler, double cush. So those are the first three strains that we're going to be putting out on the market. Uh, it, it, it looks like we're going to be launching those strains through shelter market, uh, which, which, you know, uh, the team, uh, uh Kip and Max and, and everybody over at shelter, uh, market are great to deal with, so we're going to kind of go into the medical, the medical realm uh, mm-hmm. first with our flower, and then, uh, and then as we ramp up our uh, flower production in 2021, we'll eventually start hitting uh, some recreational markets. Probably New Brunswick first, and, and Alberta, Alberta second. I, th- I think, in an ongoing basis, Alberta, New Brunswick will be the two markets uh, that we that we kind of end up in first, which are my two home provinces as well, and then mm-hmm. we'll uh, spread out to the rest of Canada. 
Awesome. Um, what are your thoughts um, on just the, the, the stuff that's out there right now? Um, you know, you don't have to get specific, but uh, is there some stuff that excites you? You know, it was, sometimes we get so bogged down into the things we can't do or some of the things, you know, like, listen, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've bought and I've grabbed weed that was over a year old in the past. Well, at least I could still buy it. That's the bright side. It might be yeah. old and I, I might not need a grinder to, 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 I could use my fingertips and the dusty and whatever. And that's unfortunate, yeah. but at least I can buy it. So I sometimes get a little bit uh, too negative with the things, but you know, what do you think of the, the product that's, that's out there right now on the, on the legal market two years in and, you know, as you, as you get set to put yours and have some of yours on the market now. Um, I, I, I think, it's getting better and better every day uh, is, is what I think um, more, more and more. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> phase one, phase one of the rollout or, all, or most of not all of, but a lot of the earliest entrance into the cannabis industry. Uh, it was all about, it was all about, you know, press releases and mm-hmm. an IPO and valuation, right? There was no love <laughs> for the plant there was no fundamental understanding of the plant and and there and there really isn't what wasn't a concept of i mean, I mean here's the, the fact of the matter is you need to put out a great strain people need to love that strain and then hopefully they love your company right you know that's kind of part two right you're 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 really you're, you're leading you're you're leading the way with with the strain you chose to put out the, on that's on, what's on, known right like that's that's, that's what people known. know they don't know your company they yeah. know that that particular thing that they've been smoking for 10 years yeah they know train wreck they know right. bubba kush they know cheeses they know cushes they know hazes you know that you're exactly right all the brand value is in the strains <laughs> not not in us unfortunately yeah. um so you know what you're trying to do is you're trying to build a company reputation based on your ability to choose and curate great phenotypes and great strains and put them in a package and have people get a great experience. So you're trying to build trust slowly over time. Uh, and, and that completely got lost in the first you know, year, year and a half, two years. But now what you're seeing is the giants are, are fizzling away, right? Um, and those of us that are left and will remain and will continue to go on are the people that really love what we're doing. Because I got to tell you, I'm not doing this for the paycheck right, <laughs> right, right. now. <laughs> what paycheck? I don't even. Where is that? I don't know. You know. But but uh, uh, you know. But it's it's for it's it's for the love of building great products with, of course, the 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 future. Uh, intent to have a paycheck because why, why else would you run a business, right? I, I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years, but but you know I start I start with, you know I just want to make customers happy, right? Mm-hmm. I want to make clients happy. I want to give them great experiences. So that means I need to give them great strains. But we're seeing that right now. We're seeing great microbes uh, come in. We're seeing there's bigger guys too. You know, like you're you're seeing some great sure. larger scale um, producers. Um, you know, a company like Organogram is putting out a lot, a lot, a lot of great stuff. Uh, Aqualitas, I work very closely with uh, with Myrna. And actually, Aqualitas is our sales partner, mm. and uh, and Aqualitas, Myr- Myrna Gillis is fantastic. She's a great person. Uh, so, so I, I don't really agree with like the the LP 
versus micro kind of conversation. I, I, I think it's I, I, I think it's really about like who are the people in the company? Like LP is a license and micro is a license, right? You know, there's mm. there's there's gonna be all kinds of garbage micros, and 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 there's garbage LPs, yep. and then you know you throw that away. It's all about who are the people in the micro category and who are the people in the LP category that you know care about their customers and care about their product and want to do a great job uh, for those people. So you know the ones that are care that care are really really stepping up their game. Uh, Crystal Cure here in New Brunswick, uh, a a fellow LP, um, you know they just launched a wedding cake to the market. Habitat. Mm out in BC, you know, yeah. uh, Rudy, Rudy and, and, and Lane, you know, of course, another aquaponics, uh, 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 a couple aquaponics brothers from other mothers, uh, you know, their caviar, uh, cake and caviar lines are, are just, just fantastic. Um, you know, um, uh, thrive, you know, thrive shout out to Bubba and, and, uh, and Todd and those guys, I, I mean, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're putting out some great, uh, they put out their, uh, their, their turp slush that, that they're calling it, uh, which, which is, uh, you know, I, I think that's do I haven't, I haven't got the chance to smoke it yet. Cause it's not, it's not here in, uh, here in New Brunswick. So I gotta, I gotta get, get somebody to send me some, but I, you know, I see the reviews, I see they're going great. Uh, you know, they've got some great genetics. I mean, yeah, there's, there's just, you know, in, in another year and a half, two years, I mean, it's, it's going to be an industry of um performers right it's going to be it's it's all i mean we're, we're going to see the quality of everything i mean we're, we're getting into a quality competition it's going to be great for the consumer honestly right because we're all going to be you know myself and, and and a lot of those people i just listed off are going to be sitting there you know going how can i make an even better quality product for a slightly better price, right? You know, that, that's, that's going to be the, the conversations that, that are really the, the, that's going to be the competition, right? It's going to be how, how, how can we make this product even better, right? Not, you know, for, versus the original, the original version of our industry, which was me grow cannabis. Mm -hmm. People buy cannabis, right? That was the original business plan. <laughs> For the whole industry, but. well, yeah, it's, and it's it's uh, thankfully ever evolving. I mean, we went from having yeah. um, flour and oil as options, and in very uh, minimal size options, it wasn't a lot of variety for sizes, and and now we're starting mm -hmm. to see affordable ounces for people that are out there, and 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 you know the whole. The whole part, the reason behind legalization is getting rid of the black market. Well, you have to be able to compete, uh, you know, first of all with the product because it doesn't matter how cheap it is if the product isn't good enough. And then you have to be able to compete uh, financially to bring those people over to your side. And and I think it's going like yeah. it's it's barely, you know, it's just over two years uh, in the grand scheme of things. That is a blip on the radar. So uh, as I said, at, at times I get focused on what we can't do instead of what we're able to do and and that leads me to the to the final question today is what do you think is the next big thing in cannabis whether it's in canada maybe beyond but you know as i said we had you know kind of season one as i call it and then we got uh, the the new products of edibles and concentrates and drinks um you know what what's the next thing that i think that you think is going to really impress the consumer oh you know i i really think it's going to be the um uh, it's going to be a lot of the topical, topical products, of course, mm -hmm. uh, you know, bath, bath products, uh, as an example, uh, I mean, I, I, uh, we're, we're the first to market 
in the markets we hit in Canada, and we're going to continue to be the first to market in, in a few other provinces here uh, with, with this whole, that's a whole new category that people haven't been uh, exposed to. And I think you're going to see a ton of advancement or not. I think I know you're going to see a ton of advancement uh, in the concentrates category, uh, solvents, solvents and solventless category of the cannabis industry, you know, um, uh, hashes and uh, rosins and, uh, uh, you know, you're just going to see this mass, you know, all, all these varieties of products that are that are available uh, in in the illicit market, you're gonna you're gonna see all that available in the legal market plus plus plus, and um, you know in another five five to ten years, um, uh, the the illicit market um, will will dwindle uh, down down to a, a shadow of its of its former self, uh, pure, purely based on quality price and availability and access right? right you know so and it's not that you know i'm not saying um you know there are a ton of you know we owe everything to the illicit market operators we, there would mm-hmm. be no industry with with without without uh with without them and and there was a lot of and there still are a lot of very good well-intentioned, medically focused, illicit market operators, but, but, you know, they need to come in. We have a legal system now, right? So those who want to continue to be in the game uh, need to move into this legal infrastructure. We have to pay our taxes. We have to support, (laughs) support the, uh, support the, uh, the government infrastructure Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and play on an, on an equal, an equal footing. Um, so yeah, you you just you're just gonna see uh, the consume the consumer is just gonna win 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 right. I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a great place for the cannabis consumer here uh, over the next few years. Yeah, indeed, Tanner. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, might have to be a, a yearly ritual that we get going because it was almost a year ago we chatted, and I can't wait to That'd see what else you guys have going on out east. Uh, thanks so much. When we get to travel, I can't wait to come out east and uh, check out the facility uh, firsthand and start visiting all these great different cannabis stories that we have going on in our country. Thanks so much for joining me today, and best of luck moving forward. Thank you, Dean. I'll have the lobster rolls ready for your visit. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast. It's all part of the cannabis life experience. Turning the wheel of cannabis. One toke at a time. Uh, big thanks uh, to my uh, voice team. Kevin Dabbs and Christine Bandalo. Uh, that was creative. I didn't even ask her to do that. She just threw that in in one of the the reads that we had, and it was absolutely beautiful. So having some good fun with that, uh, and what good fun we had uh, with Tanner Stewart of Stewart Farms. We're gonna have a little bit of bonus material that uh, we had to uh, cut out for time. Uh, so we're gonna release that uh, in the next few days as well. But also check out one hitters later this week featuring Tanner as we get to know his cannabis history. You can find that and full episodes at the Cannabis 101 Podcast website, www.cannabis101podcast.ca, where you can find uh, much more past episodes. You can also subscribe to the Weed Weekly and qualify for our Friday giveaway. Lots of good stuff going on at the Cannabis 
101 podcast. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Time now for Cannabis Characters. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Celebrating the best from fictional 420 film. Hey, I am your stoner. <laughs> and beyond. All right, in Cannabis Characters today, I'm looking at... Uh, Private Miller, a character from Pineapple Express, played by Bill Hader. Uh, I, th- I th- thought this was just a brilliant way to start the movie with this scene uh, from uh, Bill Hader. Uh, it's a terrific pot crime comedy featuring Seth Rogen and James Franco, which I'm sure you know among others, but it is very, very funny. It's, uh, you know, for me, these guys uh, right here, Cheech and Chong, are the king of uh, cannabis entertainment. They're they're the original, the OGs, right? And uh, then I think from there, you got, uh, you know, depending on when it, whether you want to go down your Harold and Kumar or your Half-Baked or definitely you have a lot of Pineapple Express fans now. Uh, you know, Seth Rogen has a lot of weed influences in, in a lot of his movies, and this one was definitely centered around weed. So it was it was his weed movie, as he probably grew up uh, watching those guys like a lot of us did. So this scene kicks off the great movie. Private Miller is the uh, test subject uh, for the uh, American military. And so they are letting him test out some weed uh, for this, uh, I guess, high uh or a highly secretive rather in an underground bunker uh sort of uh experiment to see what happens with the cannabis and soldiers okay private miller you've been smoking item nine for seven minutes and 13 seconds we're going to ask you several questions how do you feel uh, well sir uh i feel like a like a slice of butter melting on top of a big old pile of flapjacks yeah. Okay, Private Miller. When you think of your superiors, what emotions do you feel? Okay, Private Miller. Is this normal? Okay, Private Miller. Okay, Private Miller. Private Miller. Answer the question. This one out, sir. Gonna... You torch me? <laughs> we'll send someone in. Why can't we be out in the open? Why aren't we in a square right now? Why aren't we talking to people? Letting them know item nine exists. Get it out. Shout at the rooftops. This is great. This is the bee's knees, item nine. All right, there you go. Private Miller, uh, Bill Hader, just a remarkably awesome way uh, to start off a movie. And then, you know, the the bunker comes into play a little bit later on. If you haven't seen it, I'd highly recommend it. And Bill Hader is great. I love that uh, quote about uh, the bee's knees. Uh, It is one of the best uh, that there is there. Right up there with kind of grabs you by the boo-boo from those two guys. So that is our cannabis character today, Private Miller, uh, and that is played by uh, Bill Hader. 
uh, obviously great on Saturday Night Live and so many other things. And uh, Barry is a great show, actually, if you uh, if you haven't checked it out. And that is our cannabis character on this episode today as we continue on with the Cannabis 101 podcast. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast, part of the Cannabis Life Experience, turning the wheel of cannabis one toke at a time. And we're trying to turn that wheel of cannabis with you. If you want to get in touch with us, there's lots of different ways to do it. On Twitter, it's the Cannabis 101. Facebook and Instagram, the Cannabis 101 Podcast. And you can email us and be anonymous at the Cannabis 101 Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, obviously, our great partners help us get this show off the ground, including Stonesmiths. Check out the slash. And uh, keep them in mind for some uh, new something new on the way in uh, 2021 at stonesmiths.ca. Uh, you can buy one at uh, Green Rock Cannabis in St. Albert and Lethbridge, soon to be Edmonton. Uncle Ron's in Edmonton has them and Northern Light Supply as well. It uh, Hopefully you got one under the tree. If you didn't, uh, be your own Santa Claus post-Christmas and get one. All right, a lot of new stuff in 2021, including the name and something else in our next segment. Who grew it? What's the terpene profile? Who created it? What is the lineage? How much THC? What's in a name? This is Know Your Buds, a close-up look at cultivars you should try or try again. Joining Dean is our educator, Chris Ionson. A new year brings us a new name uh, for this segment. We kind of had teased it for a while in 2020, and uh, we're going with Know Your Buds as I bring in one of my good buds, Chris Ionson. And, and Chris, you and I went back and forth a lot trying to figure out the name. We finally settled on that, and uh, the new segment has a new intro. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I like it, man. Uh, yeah, and it's it's funny. We did kind of toy with a bunch of different names, and uh, yeah, I think this kind of this works really well for what we're doing. We're you know we're getting to know the buds. Indeed. Well, uh, we have a new name because we're going away from the word strain, and we're going to focus on the word cultivar, which I think is uh, the proper way. There's a lot of different words for weed and different things, but we do want to get this one uh, particularly right. So the new name for the segment is one thing, but there's also uh, a few other things that are new, including something with you that I know you're really excited about for 2021 and beyond. Tell us about your new life with plant life cannabis uh, yeah dean i uh yeah i recently accepted a new position with uh plant life cannabis uh i'm gonna be a, a regional manager there um really excited i uh, really pumped uh um they're a great company i've uh today's day one dino and uh, i spent some time in a, in a store kind of setting up where we got a new shop opening up here in calgary uh but uh yeah 
super pumped to uh, to get going with these guys. Um, expect real big things from the company. It's going to be a, real exciting. All right, all right, all right. I got to meet even Matthew McConaughey is excited. Well, I'm, I'm really excited for you. Uh, you know, uh, the, the people at plant life, uh, Ian in particular and uh, gauge out here in uh, St. Albert, uh, they've been very supportive of this show, uh, friends of this show for a long time. So I'm certainly really, really excited for you in the future and what it's going to bring to this segment. And, and I also want to say thank you very much. And for the, for the grateful support that, uh, you know, I received on this show and this segment and your time at Nova Cannabis, uh, Grant and Marcy uh, were just wonderful people. They supported us from the very beginning when we uh, approached uh, them and you about this idea. So uh, I, I know that they were terrific and to, 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 to be around. I'm, I'm very thankful for their support. And I also know that uh, your store on uh, Jasper Ave in Edmonton is in good hands as well. Yeah, it totally is, Dean. Um, actually, Stephanie Brown is going to be taking that store over. Uh, she is wonderful. She was one of my key holders uh, from day one at the Jasper Ave store. Um, she was going to be the curator of our art gallery there. So uh, excellent choice there. And and I, I echo the sentiment, too, with uh, uh, Grant and Marcy and everyone at Nova Cannabis. Uh, it was an amazing, uh, you know, two years and a bit. Uh uh, they gave me my shot uh, in the cannabis industry, and I'll, I'll never forget them for it. And it's, uh, man, we had a lot of really good memories and a lot of really good times. So, um, you know, it's, uh, I wish them nothing but the best, but uh, I'm super excited too, Dino, for for the, the new challenges that, uh, that are going to come down my life here. Indeed. Uh, I've got two plant life cannabis stores in my neck of the woods, and uh, I think uh, you're uh, on to some great things there. So let's talk about our first cultivar as a plant life guy, and it's Reflect Reserve, um, and it's Chemdog Tangerine, an indica-dominant hybrid, and it comes to us from Cove, and that's what they uh, have chosen to name it, is Reflect, and this is uh, the reserve portion of it. So, first of all, let's talk a little bit about Cove, uh, under the umbrella of the Cronus Group, uh, the Cronos Group. So, tell us a little bit about them. Yeah, for sure, Dean. Uh, they were founded in 2012 in Toronto, Ontario, uh, by Lauren Michael Gertner and Paul Rosen. Um, and the company is run by CEO Kurt Schmidt. Uh, and they've had a great success of expanding every year. They've just kind of taken leaps and, and, and new steps and uh, just always uh, forward momentum. Um, their director of research and agronomics is uh, Laze Schulze. Uh, he is a, a PhD in plant physiology. Uh, he is their mad scientist. He is the man with the plan. Uh, I've seen him in videos. Uh, he's uh, really smart, really well-spoken, uh, very passionate about uh, plants, uh, horticulture. Um, so was, he's a super cool kind of cannabis personality here that I hope we hear more of uh, in, in the years to come. Uh, many of the folks at the facilities, uh, that the Kronos facilities, they're scientists uh, with PhDs. Uh, and you combine that group of people with the leg legacy growers. Uh, it just makes an excellent combination of workers for, uh, you know, excellent cannabis production. Um, to go with a really excellent staff too, Dean, um, their Northern Alberta rep is, is my boy, uh, Jordan Prentice. Uh, he was the 2019 Bud Tender of the Year runner-up. Uh, he worked with me at the Nova Off-White in, in, in my early days there. And uh, it's just great to see him. You know, I, I hired him at a job fair uh a couple of years ago um, and then see him going from just a, you know, a CER on the floor to a key holder, to a store manager uh, to now he's uh, repping a, 
a really uh, awesome, uh, awesome company. So it's uh, super neat to see. Yeah, it sounds like they really have uh, some some good people behind uh, the brand. Uh, and speaking of brands, what else is under the Kronos Group? We we have Cove, uh, but uh, I know there's a few others there as well. Yeah, for sure. So Cove is the rec market brand, and they've also got spinach as well. And so those are the two brands that we've uh, seen here in the uh, the Canadian uh, rec market. Um, Peace Naturals uh, is is where, where it all started, actually. And that was uh, in 2013. And that's their medical provider. Uh, and it was actually the first approved medical provider other than government uh, facilities. Uh, so that's a pretty big deal. Mm. Um and then they've also got some CBD brands out of California uh, with some really cool names. Uh, Lord Jones, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Happy Dance, and, uh, and Peace Plus as well. Those are three CBD brands that are out of California. Um, so really, really cool branding uh, across the board. I mean, I think it's important to, to touch on the medical stuff, but, uh, you know, they've got two uh, nice presence in the, in the recreational side and CBD as well. Um, they're a, they're a global cannabinoid company, Dean. Uh, they've got facilities all over the world, um, in five continents, uh, Canada, USA, uh, Israel, Colombia, Australia, Germany, um, all over. And, uh, and the stuff we get from, from Cove is grown in, at the Barrie, Ontario facility. Uh, so it is uh, Canadian-grown stuff uh, that we get here. Very cool, a very uh, global appeal uh, with uh, this uh, facilities all over the place and uh, brands out of California. It's uh, good things going for them for sure. So when we look at this one, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, Reflect Reserve. So what is, uh, I guess, the meaning behind the names of their cultivars? Look, this is Chemdog Tangerine, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. But what's the meaning behind maybe the the, the word Reflect? Yeah, Dean. So Cove has, they have like uh, four intentions or, or vibes with their, their cannabis selection. Uh, they've got uh, Rise, uh, which is a, it's a, a lime green crack, uh, Kush, pardon me. Uh, they've got the Revive, uh, which is the Thin Mint GSC. Uh, they've got Reflect, which is the, uh, the Chemdog Tangerine we're talking about. And they've also got Rest, uh, which is the Pink Kush. And they've kind of all four of those categories kind of you know, uh, you want to rise, start your day off right, get some some active energy, a nice uplifting sativa. Uh, that's what the rise is good for. If you want to, you know, end your day, uh, get some rest. Uh, pink Kush, you know, uh, usually heavy and immersing, uh, very sedative, very relaxing. Uh, so those are the four kind of intentions and vibes that we see from Cove. Uh, and they've also got a CBD uh, as well. Um, and all, all the cultivars that I kind of went through are listed on their website. Uh, so you can check that out. Um, and all their cannabis from Cove is indoor grown uh, in soil. And, uh, and Lazé and his crew, they grow their, their craft cannabis in rooms no larger than 6,000 feet uh, to keep the batches small. And each room has cultivar-specific lighting and environmental controls that are ideal for what's being grown in that room. Um, all their buds are, are hand-trimmed, and they use a, they use a dry trim, uh, which is I love hearing that. It's uh, excellent. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a big focus on quality uh, is coming out of the the Cove cannabis side. Well, okay, so you just used a term I'm not terribly familiar with. It might be a simple explanation, but what's a dry trim? Uh, so dry trim, it would be uh, trimming after you're, you've hung your buds to to dry. Uh, alternatively, okay. there's a wet trim where you would do a trim uh, kind of right off the hop, uh, and it just uh, allows your buds just to look. 
usually they look prettier. Um, you know, you're going to have less leaves, which uh, the buds that, we, that we, we've, we've seen in the Reflect, um, you know, are, are super kind of nice, thick, dense buds. Um, and I think that's due to uh, the trim that we see. Very good. That's why you're the educator, because you teach me these new terms. All right. So the website is uh, what you're looking at right now, if you are indeed uh, watching us. And if you're just listening, check out the YouTube channel that we have. You can link up to it at the Cannabis101podcast.ca. But their website is www.covecannabis.ca. It's very eye-catching. Uh, the imagery is uh, is very, very appealing as you kind of scroll scroll through the uh the website as well um very vibrant colors uh pretty decent information as as well on there about some of the things they do but uh it's visually very very appealing would you not say chris big time man uh it's very nice on the eyes uh i i find uh, i like the color scheme uh i i like that like half circle that you kind of see throughout uh, and that, that sticks with their, their branding. If you look at the Cove logo there, uh, it's kind of the, the sphere uh, with that swirly line through it. And that's kind of, uh, we see that throughout the branding, which I appreciate. Visually appealing, especially look at that picture of yeah. uh, that uh, stuff right there. So uh, you can check it out at covecannabis.ca. All right, so let's uh, take a look at uh, what we have in front of us and give us the uh, the lineage. And this is really, really cool um, because this is something that we don't often see as far as uh, the, the number when it comes to the lineage, but also uh, the genetics uh, when it comes to this specific cultivar. So tell us about it. Yeah, for sure, Dean. So yeah, the Kempdog Tangerine is actually in-house proprietary genetics uh, created by the Cove team. Uh, so I, amazing, right? I, I, I love hearing mm -hmm. about that. I, that's great when they, they've got their own mad scientists kind of brewing brewing something up here. Um, now, the Chemdog Tangerine is a, a cross. It's a three-way cross of, uh, of Chemdog, uh, which is a classic legendary sativa um, with some kind of mysterious origins. Uh, some say it's a kush and a hash plant in the Northern Lights. Chemdog is, is a legendary gassy sativa. Um, so Chemdog crossed with Tangerine OG, uh, crossed with Deadhead OG. Um, so we've got a three-way cross there uh, with some really cool genetics. We've got some rare dankness, number one, in there, uh, as well as a Chem 91 Skunk VA and a San Fernando Valley OG Kush uh, within the lineage there of, of the Deadhead OG and the Tangerine OG. Uh, so um, really kind of uh, some, some nice royalty, some cannabis royalty in there. Yeah, and so, some ones that I'm I'm not terribly familiar with, but uh, that, that get me really uh, excited. And, and you said it when you know you've got something that's created, it's proprietary. Uh, I get really excited, and you know, there's a bit of a sour taste. Is that probably where the is that the chem dog? Uh, does does chem dog have a bit of a sour uh, smell or taste to it, or or what do you think the sourness comes from when you're looking at this? <laughs> Yeah, Dean, I, I do think it's going to be uh, from the the chem as well. That kind of sour sour gas uh, mm. that will come from from the chem dog um, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, mm. as well probably the tangerine OG as well with the tangerine haze. Uh, okay. You're going to get a little bit of sour too. All right, so this is 21.6% on the uh, THC scale on the uh, the batch that I picked up. Uh, so we get to what's in a name. So what are you thinking about when, uh, you know, you look at the, the, you know, the one is kind of uh, obvious and, and, you know, we kind of talked about the other one. So what about the names of this? 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, reflect is, uh, you know, feel for the experience. Uh, you want to reflect, uh, the end of your day kind of thing. Um, reserve the name, uh, that that's, we're getting some top cola stuff there. Uh, I've had just reflect, uh, regular reflect, uh, but, uh, we were fortunate enough to get the reflect reserve. Uh, and then the name Chemdog Tangerine, that's just the genetic breakdown uh, of their, uh, what's in it. We've got the Chemdog, we've got the Tangerine OG. Uh, I think they, they left the Deadhead OG out of the name. I think it might have been a little long calling it Chemdog <laughs> Tangerine Deadhead. Um, but um, yeah, so it's a genetic uh, breakdown for, the, for that name there. For sure. All right, let's take a look at this as we uh, continue on uh, Know Your Buds. And uh, the packaging, first of all, standard uh, white plastic uh, tub. Um, you know, as I, I spoke with Tanner Stewart of uh, of uh, Stewart Farms earlier on, on the program, and, you know, he has obviously, uh, you know, he, he's a 100% biodegradable packaging, so uh, the, the single-use plastics, it'd be nice if everybody could get away with it, but it's just not possible yet. So this is a standard white plastic, and, and we should point out that these are uh, recyclables. Uh, you know, you guys uh, are able to recycle these and uh, return them. Um, as far as the size, like a lot of things, they could all be smaller, but this isn't outrageous and it didn't come with a box. So there's less packaging. The, uh, it was sealed. Uh, so that is the good thing, but my pet peeve, you know, it is no humidity pack. And I think everybody uh, should come with a, a humidity pack and uh, something that you talk about. There's a lip inside and, and, and that lip might seem a minor detail, but there's a lot of stuff that you leave in there when there's a lip. And some of that stuff is the gold at the bottom of that jar, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know, uh, it's the treasure at the bottom there that you want to scrape out with a little brush at the, at the end of your, uh, when you finish off a tub for sure. And, uh, and having a lip in the, in the jar can be a bit of a bummer. Uh, and you know, we've seen a lot of LPs that, that, you know, take the lip off. Uh, and I, I, I feel like that's, that's gotta be due to, you know, talking to their friends on what kind of a packaging would you like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. talking to the consumers and, uh, hearing them out. So hopefully, uh, we see more and more LPs, uh, you know, getting rid of that little lip inside there and, uh, just, uh, helps us as stoners really get every last little bit out of the jar. Yeah, when you want to get the last little bit, that lip can be a bit of a problem. So as for the actual cannabis, here's uh, one look that we have at it. And, you know, what do you think when you when you've seen this and when you've had this in the past? Yeah, uh, for sure, Dino. Um, it it look, looks good to me. I, I I'm a big fan of uh, the the trim job. I think it's uh, pretty decent trim trim nug. Uh, there's no leaves to it. Um, the, the batch you got there, you got some smaller buds there. Um, I, I had some smaller buds in, in my batch as well, but um, that doesn't matter to me. I mean, it, you're still gonna grind it up and, and smoke it. Um, definitely, the buds are, are a tight, dense nug. Um, with a you know a lightish green color um, and then a light brown kind of dark orange pistol uh, and a pretty pretty good trichome coverage uh, across the whole bud. I would yeah. agree. Um, you know, like the, sometimes you look at those giant nugs and they're amazing. And you know, certainly these aren't the biggest, but 
they're dense, man. They are packed tight. Uh, so I'm definitely not complaining about the size of uh, these ones, but lighter green, brown, uh, good, uh, you know, as you see, you can get up close and get some good trichomes. So I like to look at this, and, and this is just another example of, uh, of of we talk about is that it's not about how big, uh, it's about the quality sometimes. So um, I'm not sure if there are, are bigger buds out there, but they don't always have to be. So I like the look at this. I like the size, and I really like the smell of it too. And, and you know what it's like when we give it to Nosy McGee right off the bat. So uh, she got uh, right off the bat pine. It was pine, pine city, uh, and then some pepper, and then a little citrus. I got pine right away too, uh, but definitely pine, citrus, and uh, pepper were the uh, kind of the top smells that she got and, and I got as well. Uh, what about you and, and some of your research? What have you found? Yeah, for sure. You know, so uh, for me, it's definitely pine initially as well. Um, I, I definitely got the, the pepper and the spiciness too. Uh, and there was like a, a citrus kind of a sour mix uh, to it, uh, and it's mm. it's kind of it, it's neat that we you know that's what we're smelling with you know what the, what the chirpings are uh, you know with it right um, the, the the kind of the four dominant chirpings to the chemdog tangerine are are myrcene, uh, which is kind of that earthy earthiness. Uh, it's also found in mangoes, um, caryophylline, your fave. And that's uh, that black pepper kind of spiciness. Uh, and then pinene uh, was number three there. And that was, you know, for sure, they, it was very noticeable. Uh, and then limonene was the, the fourth one there. And that's uh, that's going to give us that kind of that citrus fruitiness. Uh, so yeah, pretty much like all, everything we talk about in the smell kind of relates to the terpenes. And it's, uh, it's kind of neat to see. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we kind of did the blind uh, smell before I did any kind of information or got some of the notes from you. Um, we just kind of did blind, and then you're know, looking it up, and you're like, wow, bang on. Nosy McGee does it again. So uh, she's yeah. going to start demanding a salary from us if we're not careful because uh, uh, she, she, or she might just take over this segment. I'm not really sure. Um, but I've, uh, I've been tasting this a little bit. Um I get uh, definitely some um, uh, spiciness uh, on the exhale, but what are some of the, uh, I guess, the more prominent tastes that, that you have experienced uh, when it comes to Reflect? Uh, for sure, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's tangy. Uh, I kind of like to look at the tang um, to the juice back in the day. Uh, it, 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 it's very sweet initially and, and very earthy and spicy on the exhale. Uh, and that, that's me consuming it in joints as I, as I normally do. Uh, but it is, uh, it's a smooth smoke as well. Uh, I feel like it's, you know, uh, properly grown cannabis. They've uh, flushed it properly, cured it properly. Um, like it's, it, it's, a, it's a good smoke. Indeed. Uh, I definitely get uh, the earthiness as well on the exhale too. So, and, and in, you know, I've used this term before when we've talked about different kinds of cannabis, but it uh, it smells healthy, uh, and that might seem really kind of weird and generic, but it does. It just smells healthy, and uh, you know that's just you know you, 
you you never you, certainly you never want to open your cannabis and think wow this smells really moldy or gross right like yeah. uh, just a fresh smelling plant is is what that and then it comes through on the uh, the taste as well so uh, we got through the uh, the terpene list as as well and uh, those are very important they do list uh, the terpenes on their website as well and uh, hopefully more and more LPs will start listing the uh, the terpene percentages uh, as we get more into terpenes in 2021 and, and beyond what was your experience like uh, we all know everybody experiences cannabis differently uh, so we don't want to tell you this is what you're going to experience but what did you experience so my take on it uh, very enjoyable first off uh, as most cannabis you know puts me in a good mood uh, mm-hmm. this stuff you know made me smile a lot uh, it's noticeably tasty um, and very relaxing on the body um, like super chill on the body uh, I found though I found in the head I had some like sharp and focused head blasts uh, and combine that with the melty body effects uh, it was a really good combination uh, I watched some serious documentaries uh, with it and I got I got dialed right in. Um, you know, the couch felt really good. I hit some munchies. Uh, that was great. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, I, I find it to be a nice indica dom for sure. Uh, very chill, very relaxing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, uh, really looking forward to, uh, this putting me in a great mood as well as I wind things down. So that brings us to, um, one of the questions that we, or one of the three questions that we like to throw out at the end, the who what and when the three w's of what this cultivar is good for what are your recommendations uh so who it's good for intermediate smokers uh, don't jump into this if you're a beginner uh the teacher levels are a little high uh once you're ready for it though most definitely hit it and try it uh i think that the taste part alone is is really nice uh as well as that that real good body stone it's worth checking out if you haven't uh, when it's good for evening time, right after work, um, for sure. It's a definitely kind of a, a PM uh, type of cultivar. Uh, I mean, you could start your day off and just be prepared to be super chill and lethargic and re- relaxed, right? Um, what it's good for, great for winding down. That was kind of the big the big thing for me. I had a couple of, uh, you know, busy, stre- stressful, hectic days uh, when I had my, uh, my uh, reflect. And uh, it was great for just winding down and kind of uh, decompressing after, after a big day. Um, really good for chilling out on the couch as well as like uh, chill board games like uh, crib. You know, there's still some, you know, mental uh, thought required, but, you know, it's not, not too active. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good crib uh, cultivar, actually. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I, I might have to get Nosy McGee and the uh, crib board out and uh, bring out the, uh, the old supernova volcano there and have a good night with it because uh, I love board games. And uh, anytime you can uh, involve cannabis with a board game, I think uh, it's arrow up. I think that's an awesome, awesome idea. You know what else? We're going to have to get some uh, plant life stickers on the old uh, uh, set here and stuff like that. So we'll uh, get some more representation in there. All right, Chris, this has been awesome. I know uh, it's a real busy time for you, so I really appreciate you giving me some of the time as we did reflect 
Reserve, uh, which is Chemdog Tangerine uh, from Cove. It's an indica-dominant hybrid, 21.6%, and you can find more information at covecannabis.ca. My good friend Chris Ionson of Plant Life Cannabis joining us here on uh, the first edition of Know Your Buds. Thanks, as always, Chris, for joining me. Uh, Enjoy the week, and we'll talk next week. Yeah, Dino, thanks for having me, buddy. The Cannabis Life Experience. It's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. Turning the wheel of cannabis, one toke at a time. There we go. Chris Ionson, our uh, new friend from Plant Life Cannabis. And of course, uh, thanks uh, to all the, for all the support uh, from uh, Grant and Marcy at uh, Nova Cannabis. And uh, I know Chris is going to do great things with uh, Plant Life. If you'd like to check out past episodes, contests, anything else, uh, you can do so at the Cannabis101podcast.ca. Uh, you can get a link to our YouTube channel. We also stream this show on our social media channels as well. And uh, if you did like the show, please let us know. Hope you enjoyed it. Subscribe, leave us a review, uh, leave us some uh, tips of what you think, uh, how you think we could make this show a whole lot better. Always looking for some uh, constructive criticism. And check out the Weed Weekly at the Cannabis 101 podcast.ca where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday. I will get back on it. took a couple of weeks off over the holidays, but uh, one will be coming out this Friday for sure. Uh, you can also uh, get in on our giveaway on those Fridays as well. And we have a whole bunch of other things that we try to throw in there. Uh, for you if you'd like to be a part of the show uh, maybe a partner like the oz or the green generation co or stonesmiths love the slash uh, let me know hit me up with an email at cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com you can also join the show as a guest if you think you would make a, a good guest if you have a great story That's what we're always looking for is terrific stories on this uh, program. So if you'd like to hit me up for that, it's uh, Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com. And aside from uh, the Cannabis101Podcast website, check out podcastalley.ca, where I have a whole bunch of other shows of the podcast variety as well. Okay, we are back at it on Monday with a new episode, episode 80. David Wiley of the OZ, Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. We'll have Weed Word of the Day, another cannabis question with a giveaway, and tell you much more about the wonderful plant. Thank you so much for ta- to Tanner Stewart from Stewart Farms for joining me on episode 79, and of course, Chris Ionson of Plant Life Cannabis. And to you, the listener and the viewer, thank you so much for being a part of this program. You are our most important partner after all. Remember, it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. And as we leave you, we always do with the marijuana song from the artist My Dead Dog. We'll chat on Monday. Individual segments come out each day.
in your pipe and smoke it. Holy shnikes. Huge. That's huge.